Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench. With Jacob Hester and T Bob Abear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Off the, the bench, bench with Hester and T Bob. All Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T Bob. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 indeed. What is up, everyone? February 15, 2024. The Linton season is upon us. Hope everybody's having an excellent day. Uh, the baseball season is upon us as well, and uh, I'm so excited to chop it up with Coach Jay Johnson uh, later on today. We'll have Coach Beth Tarina on as well, following softball spectacular uh, weekend in Tiger Park last week. But uh, yeah, man, it's we, we do. I think I think Taylor mentioned pretty much everything else, but we also got a lot of baseball talk uh, coming your way, kind of peppered in and throughout the show. So look forward to that. Uh, the Athletic actually had a pretty Good, uh, well, I, I would say one of the articles was kind of whatever, but but it was it was a series where they sat down with um, a lot of the best coaches in the entire country, including Jay Johnson, and like I think about other names you might recognize, like uh, Sarlus from TCU, they had Chris Limonis there, Link Jarrett from Florida State, um, Chip Hale from Arizona, uh, the list goes, uh, Schlossnagel from A and M. Uh, and just ask about like the best players, best pitchers, kind of the current state of college baseball. So we gonna break that all down um, later on. And we got Chris Doring coming up at seven thirty. So going to be a great show today. Come hang out. YouTube.com slash one zero four five ESPN. Hit the like button and let's have ourselves a Thursday. What's up, guys? How's everyone feeling today? Doing okay today. Tomorrow around this time, I hope it's a little bit warmer outside. Uh, I think it's supposed to be right. I don't know. Is it good? Because we're gonna be in the elements. Uh, it's well, uh, not, not we. No, I'll y'all be in the will ele- be. I, I'll be in the elements. Yeah, y'all will be in the elements. I um will be flying to Florida with the cannon. Uh, probably having a beer at the airport. So uh, that'll be fun. Um, 6 a.m. Uh, tomorrow is supposed to be 54 degrees. There you go. Dude. That sounds like a like, beautiful what's there right now? opening 47. day. 47. Right. Okay. That sounds so like a, a little, beautiful little opening day. Is it? I mean, it's probably going to warm up later in the day, but. Hold up now. Hold up now. Hold up now. I know the grittiest man in Louisiana radio didn't just open the opening day talk being worried about a little cold weather. Bro, you played football in Denver. Used to lead block in ISO in like 
negative five degrees and seven feet of snow. Yeah, that paid a little better, though. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> not not unfair. Uh, Alondra, how are we feeling today? Great. Yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Taylor, what about you? Shut um, up. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. How you doing? <laughs> well, after that attack, no, I'm doing good, man. It was a, it was a fun little night. So, you know. Nice little Valentine's dinner. We did a little last minute dinner. Oh wait, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, we did a we did a little last minute dinner. Well, because I was telling you, um, we're doing like our main Valentine's on Saturday. She just wanted to do it on the weekend, but we went to a little Mexican restaurant. Then I called her and I was like, "Hey, let's go do something tonight. Nothing wrong. Let's not just stay in." So we we had a good little time. Uh, I thought we were gonna go to Geisha. We thought about it. There's nothing wrong with margaritas and queso. Yeah, with nothing the one that you at love, all. You know, I mean, margaritas and queso match any occasion. So shout out. What'd y'all do last night? Uh, Anything? No, we did nothing. Nothing. Just kind of clean the house. You know. I did the Coach Matt McMahon show. Did a lot of laundry. That's what I did. My mom, she's so cute. She uh, sent me crumble cookies. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, there you she go. got got me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, good on mom. She's yeah. super cute. Um. Yeah, I just bought. You know, I just kind of did the. the you know, you got a couple, just like a candles for matches. I don't know, flowers. You can't include the matches though, can you? Well, but they're like that. They're <laughs> no, they're like the nice. Um, the matches are actually probably the favorite part, even over the candle. It's like the night. It's like it's like a nice like. Like stylish set of matches, right? Okay. Like it's not just like a. I'm, I'm not talking about just That's like a red. No, it's not just like a, a red like striking box. <laughs> that you get no. from the restaurant. They're like you no. Know, these are like quality. Oh, those should be so good. Like yeah. dressed up in like a glass bottle and yeah. everything. Okay. I did yeah. that for oh, yeah. my. Yeah, okay. I did that for my friend for Christmas. I yes. got her a candle and then I got her like a little thing and it's. It's a little vase for the matches. Matches are underrated gifts. Yeah, they're not bad to have if it, you're a big candle household. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm thinking. They're, they're, My wife loves candles. So maybe you know, her birthday's coming up next week. You got to get the nice little vase stocking stuffer, dude. Yeah. Nice little stocking stuffer. Yeah, yeah. Just grab, grab not the main attraction. Matches. No. 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 But, Just around the edges. A little right. sweetener, if you will. Right. little gift tapas. Um, all right. Let's, okay, we're going to start with the Pelicans, though. As last night, uh, game got a little sketchy. Against that lowly Wizards team, mainly because Denny Adja uh, just decided to do something he's never done in his career. Uh, Adja, his career high going in last night was 25. Mm -hmm. Then he went for 43 and 14. 15. Uh, 43 and 15. Going 6 of 10 from 3. And then, how about this? The Wizards, as a team, shoot nearly 50%. They had a franchise record 21 threes. And yet... Because of 36 from Big Z, Zion Williamson, and some clutch moments from Alvarado, a couple big threes from Brandon Ingram when they were needed, CJ McCollum, uh, the Pelicans survive and beat a bad Wizards team, making the Pelicans, what, winners of three in a row, I believe seven of the last eight going to this All-Star break. And I know that um, it's, it's, it's always interesting to watch the kind of dueling reactions to a game like this, where a lot of the people who maybe cover this team super in depth or or are very like like every you know whatever I, I guess the first thing that I said like the, the ones who are most locked in they seem to be a little upset again I think I have the benefit of just kind of turning off my brain and watching this team from afar and to me it's like okay it's a professional team you play a pro team that sets a franchise record with 21 threes you managed not to blow that game. You managed to win it. You're getting good marks from me, and you're in the all-star break on a hot streak. Yeah, you're getting great marks from me because I live bet this thing. 
whenever it got a little sketchy. Oh, really? I hammered oh, the hell Pelicans. Yeah, dude, let's go. I was like, they ain't gonna lose to the Wizards at home. Wizards got up what, like six in the third? Is yeah. that when you did it? Nice. Yeah. yeah. So there I you appreciate go, it. Thank you for your service there, but. Also, we always talk about, we've been talking about for three years now since we've been together, like games like this, the Pelicans would lose Yeah, in years past. They just would. Bad team, you're playing really well, here comes a bad team that should never beat you, and they beat you. And when they got down six in years past, they would not have won that game. Yeah. They would have melted, it would have been a bad deal. At the end of the game, they would have lost by some crazy play. So for them to put it away, for them to win the game by seven, I think that shows you the continued growth of this team. Uh, I, I I agree. It, it was nice seeing too again uh, Zion Williamson point Zion uh, take over doing it off the dribble a lot this game as he's done a ton recently. You continue to see the assist number climb while the rebounds actually go down as he completes his transformation into just a giant guard. Uh, but it, you, you, I, I love a Zion dominate night as well because unlike most of the scores you will see, uh, it is always hyper efficient. Right, because everything. What do you, what do you finish like fifteen to twenty one? Yep, I think is what I read earlier. Um, but yeah, like I said, man, it, it, this is not like like yes. Do do you need to play better than this against the if you're going to be the best teams? Yeah. Do you need to play better than this if you're going to win the playoffs? Yes. But like to me, that's not really the point, right? This is a bit of it was a bit of a trap game scenario. Uh, senioritis could have been setting in with the All Star break on the and a little break sitting there on the other side. And Willie Green's message to the team before the game, AD and Joel were talking about it, was, look, uh, you got to respect the opponent. And maybe they didn't do that the entire game, right? After they jump up by 20, it looks like they started to enter cruise control and object and company kind of started to make it pay for it. But like Jake said, finding a way to reverse, get the win. And now, uh, again, 11 games over 500 entering the All-Star break. That 11 games ties last year's high water mark i didn't realize that christian clark wrote about this but um it was december 30th last year when the pels were on that hot streak and they're at the top of the west and they were 11 games of 500 and of course everything else went wrong after that uh here's to hoping that will not happen this time also i think a um a bit of a statement jake or a symbolic victory maybe that going into the all-star break you have Zion Williamson healthy and dropping 36, right? Yes, I agree. I mean, he literally, here's his quote from after the game yesterday. Quote, I'm excited. I haven't been able, I haven't been available for this part of the season since my second year just to be available. God bless for that. I love hooping. I love competitive hooping. Yes. I mean, all of that because we've been waiting for him to be healthy at this portion of the season and also like him just taking games over. Like, this team in years past has overcome a lot and, and you know, made a run a couple of years ago against the Suns, and they kind of limped into that situation. But this is the most that they're thriving, I think, since Zion has been there. And now you've got everybody bought in. And you've even figured out your rotation, which was a big question mark for this team. And they have figured it out. And now, like, Jose Alvarado has found his place again, playing, you know, 20 minutes a game. And yeah. so – he had, a, he had a lot of big moments last night, too. We were, yeah, and we were wondering, because you had so many players, like how it was going to play out. And Jordan Hawkins, at the beginning of the season, looked like somebody that had to play. Well, he hasn't played as of late because you've got guys that are you know making their threes, and what he gives you isn't what you need right now. What yeah. you need right now is Jose Alvarado out there on the defensive end. This team had 14 steals last night. 14. I mean, and it was everybody. Ingram has two. Um, off the bench, Larry Nance has three. Najee Marshall Najee has Marshall three. Had Jose Alvarado well had night. two. Uh, e- even um, Trey Murphy had three. 
I mean, so everybody knows their role with this team, and it feels like they have fully bought into that role as they move forward into the All-Star break. Yeah, and you got a uh, classic Alvarado come from behind uh, steal. <laughs> and Paul was looking court, for which him, is the too. best. I know. That was the best part. And he part. still got him. I know. He's, it's crazy <laughs> how good he is at that. It's a real skill set. Uh, and, Taylor, I can see you frothing at the bit, so I'm going to let you in here in a second. But um, – I love this quote from C.J. McCollum. This this is a quote, Jake, of somebody who knows what it takes in this league, who's a vet, and who's honest about how this league works. Uh, because a lot of times you're like, whatever, you know, we want to win all the games, et cetera. He goes, quote, for me, it's about understanding what we have to do. Talking about the second half of the season. Trying to win games at home, beat teams under 500, compete on the road, and continue to give ourselves a chance not to be in the play-in game. So it's pretty interesting here, C.J. McCollum, basically exactly where we are in terms of the goal for this team and what they need to what they need to accomplish in order to show like real growth. And I love that formula; it's very simple, right? Hold serve at home, beat the bad teams, um, snag road games, and uh, and and just yeah. And if you do that, uh, there's a good chance you will avoid the play-in. So we will see. Taylor, what do you think about last night? I thought it was great, and, and I, I saw your comment earlier about, oh, you know, the people who follow this team really closely are disappointed about this loss, and I've seen some of that. This win, but yes. I, Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they're, they're treating it like a loss almost. Yes. I think it should be viewed in the complete opposite direction. Um, this team is now finding new ways to win. Mm-hmm. We were talking, oh, you're finding different people to score. You're finding new ways to win. What, do you always, what have you been winning by? The three-pointers and your defense. Yeah. You had neither one of those last night. As a matter of fact, you pretty much got beat in every category. But I always look, anytime you're like, oh, this team shot better than you, they had a lot more free throws, but you still won the game. There's always one area that's an outlier. Yeah. So last night, the Wizards, they shot better from three than you, 46 to 31. They had 85% free throws. You only had 79. They had more total rebounds than you. Assists were about even. They had 22 fast break points. You only had 14. But here's the outlier. Points in the paint, Wizards 44, Pelicans 74. You outscored them by 30 it's in the paint. Z, baby. You haven't been doing that. You've been relying on the three-pointers. Now, you still had 37 off your bench, which was excellent. But the three-point shooting wasn't there. The defense wasn't there. You're still finding ways to win in different ways. So, like, I come out for this saying this team might be more dangerous because they're winning with threes because yeah. that's what they like to do. But even when they're off, they can still get you. Well, and uh, I mean, what did they? What, what, what they held? Uh, who did they play in the last two games? The Grizzlies and who else? What they held them? What to both like under eighty six? Yeah. Well, right. Their last game it was 93-84. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You had back to back games where you hold NBA teams under eighty six points in this era of modern basketball, and then the Wizards come in, set a franchise record for three. And to Taylor's point, you uh, you 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 managed to win. I will say that's so funny about the points of the paint uh, stat because now I think about like the Wizards were getting blown by by everybody. It wasn't just Zion. Like their ability to uh, keep people from just blowing right by them. I mean, there's a reason why they're nine and forty or whatever they are at this point. But uh, could not be more pleased with this Pelicans team entering the All-Star break, going into the the final push of the season. Like we said, healthy, knock on wood. Hopefully that carries through. And um yeah, man. Just 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 I'm just pumped. I'm just pumped. It's gonna be a very exciting finish to the year.
Um, you know what's crazy? I have not looked at. So okay, I'm I'm gonna be expose my ignorance here. Does nobody come to me? I've not looked at the All Star teams. Uh, they've been announced. I'm assuming, right? They have been. Uh, no Pelicans made it, or who made it? Uh, made I haven't it? looked at them uh, either. I uh -oh. Like I think we're all ignorant in here. Good. Yeah. Let's go, dude. Show of ignorance. No yeah. uh, team ignorant. Yeah, <laughs> team ignorant. I love it. Well, let's okay, just. Okay, I got it. Okay, you want go. me to give him? Yeah, yeah, okay. Give Eastern Conference starters: Giannis. I'm not even gonna. I cannot ever and get him. I'm Tatekumpo. Uh, yeah, Tatekumpo. It's so much fun once you say it though. Whatever. Joel Embiid. Yep. Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. Damian Lillard. Okay. Jason Tatum. Okay. Uh, reserves: Bam Adebayo. Uh, I don't know. Hold on. I don't okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. I don't, West, nobody give cares. Me, give, just give West. Me the West. LeBron whoa, James. Whoa. Yeah. Luca. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Shy Gil, Shy Gilzog, yeah, Andrew. LeBron, yeah. Why is he on there? Oh, he's the, the captain. Yeah, he gets. And then Jokic. So okay, yeah. So no starters for the no Pelicans. reserves either. No, no reserves. No. Good, good. You've got good. I love it because you know why? That's representative of why you're having so much success this year. You're a team, and you know what? Get these cats off their feet. I don't know why you have more no Spurs either reserves well, for the East and the West, but yeah. maybe somebody's. Injured and can't do it. But, I mean, the reserves in the West, you got Devin Booker, you got Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards, Paul Kawhi. George, Kawhi Leonard, Carl Anthony Towns. Pretty good reserves. Shows you how hard it is to become an NBA All-Star. Like, consistent. <laughs> like, it's something you take for granted, but it's damn near impossible. But I, I kind of love it, though. I kind of love this, this Pelicans team that has star power but still plays selfless basketball. And like we said, it's kind of a different guy's night every night. Last night it was Big Z. Um, I, I, I don't hate it at all. Yeah. As someone who doesn't really like never now I do, but never really followed the Pelicans or like cared for them. Yeah. I, I am liking this team. A lot. So they, they, but the I'm Island. a fan of BI. Like I really like BI and I always liked CJ McCollum, like from when he was at Portland, they are the, uh, I've always thought of them as the Island of misfit boys, yeah. right? They're all like kind that. of casts off yeah. cast offs from their respective old franchises. And now they've come together under this young head coach to try to build something special. Yeah, and, I like that. Uh, it's a really good job by David Griffin and Trajan Langdon putting this squad together. 11 games over 500, so got to kind of pinch yourself if that's, if that's the case. Um, all right, anything else on the Pels before we move on, guys? Going once, going twice. Time for the All-Star break. Uh, when we get back, let's uh, let's do a little tidbit of LSU news to get to. Um, you're going to see some of your favorite athletes in a uh, Amazon documentary. And then we have Chris Doring coming up at 730. Keep it locked, O2B. Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Centralplumbing.org, centralplumbing.org, 925-8552. Oh, man, Damian Woody says, ah, whatever, I'm, I'm not getting this check. Centralplumbing.org. Uh, look, Central Plumbing is hiring now, and they have immediate openings. So if you want top bennies, uh, top wages, I should say, and full bennies, um, if you're a licensed plumber already, well, guess what? Get in touch with them, 925-8552. Send your resume to j at centralplumbing.org. That's J-A-Y at centralplumbing.org. If you're an apprentice, well, guess what, Jake? They have a great apprenticeship school that can help you finish out your journey. And again, Benny's Top Wages, Central Plumbing, the experts, centralplumbing.org. 225-925-8552 is the number. And just like we tell you every single day, 24-7, 365 does not matter 
when you have a problem, they're going to come out and they're going to fix that problem right there on the spot. Go to the website today to find more information on what they can do in the remodel game as well. Centralplumbing.org. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Welcome back. OTB. I'm getting the chat right now. I haven't been in there yet. Please hit the like button. Share it with your friends, guys, and girls. Uh, I hope everybody's having a great day. Hope you had an excellent Valentine's Day yesterday. Um... Uh, Adam Field says, uh, T-Bob, should we be pinching ourselves? It seems like 33 and 22 is exactly where this team should be. I mean, again, it's it's just something I'm not used to seeing, right? Like like 11 games above 500 was uh, where they were last year when it seemed like everything was, um, well, whatever. I mean, you, you when they were like third in the West and everything else. I just, um, I guess I see what you're saying. If you look at the talent on the team and everything else and you want to hold them to a very like, objective uh analysis then uh yes this is this is where this team should slot in right um but i'm just used to seeing a franchise that has bumbled and stumbled yeah. and tripped and fallen like i, I don't know i'm really excited I, if everybody no, wants to be upset be. like i don't know dude I, I, i'm not you look at it you are tied with the phoenix suns right now you have a better record than the mavericks the kings the lakers and the warriors yeah it's okay to be excited about the pelicans feels good to me dude and you're not even far off from, like, the other teams ahead of you. Uh, Denver's only three games ahead of you. LA's only, uh, the Clippers are only three games ahead of you. Oklahoma City and Minnesota, who are surprises to that, you know, to be one and two, you're only five and a half games out of the top seed in the West. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, yeah. So, I, <clears throat> you know, if, if you want, you, you can all, everybody's allowed to feel about this team and how they want to feel. But nobody can really get me down. Um, I've, I've been really loving and enjoying this year, and I cannot wait for uh, the finish here. Um, all right. LSU football in the news. I might have been too long on this. Um, but LSU football earlier this offseason, back in January, lost their director of player personnel, Will Redmond, to Auburn. Um, Auburn hires him to be their general manager. Actually signed him to a multi-year contract, Jake. Uh, They also lost Jeremiah Bogan and Mike Ferrara, who also became GMs at other schools. Uh, Well, yesterday they filled that player personnel director position as uh, Preston Tiffany was hired away from Ole Miss. So much like the NFL, you are now seeing incestuous front office dancing between the SEC and... I, I mean, look, it, it seems like a very good deal, right? Uh, Preston Tiffany has been one of the key players in creating the transfer portal success and kind of roster revitalization that has taken place in Oxford. And so you hire a guy like that, and it seems like you're – and look, Will Redmond was a beast. Um, I don't know what goes into this, but footballscoop.com had Redmond as their player personnel director of the year. All right. Yeah, for 22, right? So, like, he was obviously very good. Now he's a GM. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, But 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 I, I think like, okay, so the names I don't expect anybody to care about. I think the big picture takeaway is what we've kind of talked about a few times here recently, which is... Uh, you, you're, you're seeing legitimate front offices be created for yeah. now college football programs. Meaning, if you love, or what, this is one takeaway, but if you love college athletics or whatever, like, that's now a legitimate and viable career path. Like, being like, I want to be a GM of yep. a college football team. Well, that's something that, like, actually exists now and you can go do. Brandon Harris at UT. Yeah, Brandon Harris. They uh, made that position for him. They got, um, Ole Miss actually just hired away another guy. Billy Glasscock uh, from Texas to uh, be their GM. So shout out Glasscock. Um, getting in there. Uh, Michigan just hired a GM to help consolidate their NIL efforts. Uh, so Sharon Moore realizing, you know, I'm probably going to have to do more on that front than Jim Harbaugh did. Uh, does LSU actually have a GM, though? Because I thought it was going to be Austin Thomas, but... Mm-hmm. His official title is Senior Associate AD for Football Administration, which has some very Dwight Schrute so he, energy maybe, to it. He was yeah. the GM before he <laughs> yes, left. Like before he left, role. yeah. He was like the, one of the first ones in the country that yeah. had that title. Yeah. When he was at LSU, I think, the second time. So, uh, Senior Associate Athletic Director yeah. for Football Administration. Yeah. yeah. So that's wow. a, this so that is the second is, person. Put that on an office door. Yeah, yeah. right. Sad. 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 That's what it is. Um. Billy Glasscock, huh? Getting all up in there. Just, it's I. That's not a joke. That's the name, you know. I, I, I did I crack a smile when I read it? Yeah, I'm human. What of it? It's a funny name. Um, this is the second person you've taken away from Ole Miss in the off season, and they put together a really nice roster yeah. through the transfer portal. So, you add some guys that have experience in the portal and. Brian Kelly told me at the Senior Bowl, they don't want to build this team through the portal, but they certainly want to supplement it through the portal. And they're doing massive things in high school recruiting. And so if you can bring some people in that do understand how to navigate the portal and it's four to six players a year, whatever that number might be, like you have to do it. You you yeah. have to add some players to the portal every single year. It doesn't have to be wholesale changes, but you have to add somebody or you'll be Clemson. Yeah, and I think uh... – and again, it's, it's you know, Preston Tiffany was doing it through the portal at Ole Miss, but like Jake's talking about, like, his responsibilities would not be the same here. Like, his, um, okay, so, I mean, I look, people are saying functionally Austin Thomas is the GM. I was just wondering if he had the official title. But either way, both of them, um, Preston Tiffany and Austin Thomas, like, goal number one has to be keeping the 25 class together. Yes. Um, even more so than Portal, although certainly interior defensive linemen will take anybody uh, that, that can start and give you reps. But uh, some LSU football news. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and go to break because we got Chris Doring coming up next here on Off the Bench. Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob. Coleman Roof. ColemanRoof.com. Go check them out today. Coleman Roofing and Construction. You want the most complete roofing company in Louisiana. You want the place that can literally rebuild 
your home into your annex here, like in all this recent storms, you got some water damage or whatever. Well, not only will they come fix the roof itself, right? But drywall, insulation, any damage, they got you. Tree falls in the house, they rebuild it. They service all Louisiana, the entire Gulf South region. Commercial, residential. They do all the sizes of projects. They install all the different types of roofs. Integrity, quality, innovation. Coleman Roof. Go to ColemanRoof.com. Like T-Bob said, residential, commercial, anything that you have as far as a a leak or or maybe you need new shingles, like whatever it is. If you need a completely brand new roof, they can certainly handle that, but also the construction services, outdoor kitchens, remodels, renovations, they can do that as well. Go to the website today, ColemanRoof.com. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Welcome back, OTB. And right now, it's time to talk to our favorite Florida Gator. Talking about my guy, Chris Doring. Chris, what's up, dog? What's up, CD? Good morning, man. I, I missed your birthday the other day, didn't I, bro? Uh, you did. I, I, I would not expect you to to remember, but thank you. That's very kind. Well, no, I, I, no I, other people remember birthdays. No, You're just dude. really bad well, at exactly, it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So because I'm bad at it, I hold no one else to it. Like, I don't give a Good. damn about birthdays. Wow. Well, I just I saw it on social media after it had passed, and then I, you know, I felt like a, a douche for not texting. No, so I just, no, uh, no, no, no. I figured... No, see, no, you no, may no. be a douche, but that's just the, the Gainesville <laughs> yeah. in you. It's not because yeah. you didn't forget my birthday. Uh, see, CD's birthday. birthday is May 19th. Hell yeah, dude. Happy wow, birthday. Wow, look at my guy. Uh, I love that. I'm a big birthday guy. Jake's Jake's like the rain man of birthdays. Yeah. He's just over here uh, making everyone else feel like uh, ungrateful and unthoughtful for not knowing. Um, yeah, hey, birthday savant, big, thick fingers, and yep. a giant ass. Yep, man. Yep. That's like the All those thing things are true. Of. All those things I mean, are factual. My guy nailed it, dude, yeah. to a T. Uh, CD, <laughs> what are we talking to you about today? I don't know. You guys called me. I have no idea. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. I think T-Bob about would ask a question. <laughs> like, hey, what are you going to talk about? No, uh, I'm just today. kidding because you and Jake lined this up. I thought, I, I didn't know. No, you're like, just talking football. Okay, what do you I didn't mean? know, dude. I know. I, I mean, we were going to like. football? I'll, look, I'll. Hey, go ahead. Hester texted me the other day on, uh, on Tuesday and asked me to come on on Wednesday. I couldn't do it because I had my show yesterday. So I thought we were going to talk Florida LSU, but evidently that's not a conversation. Well, that, okay. Why did they have they played some? Oh, well, men's, basketball. Men's, oh, yeah, we were going like that's a club sport. Well, that was <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually that actually was the angle, but then you couldn't do it. Then I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. We can still have CD on to talk SEC football. By God, sure, I, I agree. Mean, yeah. How about uh, I'm just having a little fun. How about old uh, how's how's it looking down in Gainesville? How's our guy Black Spot Billy doing, dude? Uh, he's under a little bit of pressure, man. You know, I, I, obviously, you know, this is a really challenging schedule coming up next year Oof. with what uh, Florida adds in the in the conference schedule and having to, to play Miami as in the opener and, and obviously Florida State, UCF. So it's going to be a challenge. But, man, the pressure is high as it is right now. But I think, you know, that, that Miami game is going to be massive for both, both those coaches. I mean, Mario Cristobal, yeah. I think, is under a little bit of pressure down there in South Florida as well. So, you know, it, it's one that they could definitely take some of the uh, the heat off with a, a big win. But you know, I, I just look at where they were this year and, and what the schedule presents next year. You could be a better team. And Florida has a ton of production coming back, even though they lost a lot in the, in the uh, portal 
you're talking about the fourth most production uh, returning in the conference next year. Um, but it, it, it's going to be uh, tough for me to see them improving much in terms of wins. So if you can get to a bowl game, I think it's a, a good year. Have you uh, have you showed anybody else the Piper Perry meme that I showed you to explain Florida season? Show that anybody. No, okay. no, no, yeah. I appreciate that. That was fun, though. I enjoyed being on that, that show with, with you and Aaron. Oh, but, that show, uh, no. yeah. Thanks I'm for remembering not... the name, dude. How thoughtful. Uh, 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 who would forget the name of somebody's show? <laughs> I'm kidding. I did that to Jake one time. Again, can't the glass house is over here, guys. I'm just chilling out. How about old Jack Caglione? Uh, real talk, though. The Athletic does have a uh, badass uh, sit-down with a bunch of the best college coaches in the entire country. I don't know how much you like uh, college baseball he loves CD. It, no. okay, okay. boys, yeah. And it's crazy because all these elite coaches, they were asked about the best player in the country, like hitter, fielder, and Caglione's name was the most mentioned. Then they asked about the best pitcher, and he was the second yeah. most mentioned player. How hyped are Gator fans for some Caglione? Well, first and foremost, uh, we had Jay Johnson on our show two days ago, and uh, I got up. To, to go grab my LSU jerseys, which I have here from the, the bet that I had to pay off to, to Peter Burns. And while I was gone, I guess he and Dari were talking. And when we came back on, Dari made him say that, um, repeated when I was on the air, and he said that uh, growing up that I was one of his favorite. He was a football player. His father coached high school yep. football. And that I was one of his favorite players growing up, which is a it's a uh, you haven't you guys haven't gotten there yet, but it's a it's kind of a, a double edged sword. It's, it's great it's that they love you, yeah. yeah. But bad, bad because you're older than them, and that they're talking from the perspective of being a kid when you were playing. So that that was tough. Mm-hmm. But uh, you had a great interview with Jay. I have a lot of respect for him. You brought uh, Caglione's name up. Uh, most people in Gainesville remember, you know, that game three of the College World Series championship. Uh, where he was on the mound and, and you know he had been really inconsistent uh, you know with with some of his uh, his accuracy and um, and I think that's the biggest thing he's a great hitter uh, he can give you some some really good outings but at times um, you know when when the heat is on he, he has trouble locating okay. so I I think that um, you know it's going to be a great season for Florida you look at the SEC as a whole I mean there's probably three or four teams that you can make an argument for, including Florida and LSU, Tennessee in that mix that uh, could be vying for a, a national championship. And hopefully the SEC will keep that, that three-game national title streak uh, uh, alive this year. Uh, CD, definitely want to get a football question in here with you before we let you go. Uh, Ryan Grubb goes from Alabama to the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. And Alabama has just, Ooh. I mean, massive losses this offseason. We're not <laughs> used to seeing that. And you probably felt like it was going to come whenever Nick Saban did retire. And Caitlin DeBoer is a hell of a football coach, but, I mean, you're losing players. Now you lose your right-hand man. Ryan Grubb's been at four different spots with Caitlin DeBoer. It just it just doesn't feel like a normal offseason, certainly for Alabama. And, C.D., I'm not sure that there's anybody out there that you could replace Ryan Grubb with that would be as good as Ryan Grubb. Yeah, I mean, that that's an issue in and of itself. Obviously, Caitlin DeBoer being a, an offensive-minded guy, you know, hopefully he can maybe compensate for you know, what you lose. But, it, you know, I, I thought – they they accumulated one of the best staffs around. I mean, uh, I know you're high on Kane Womack as I am, and, and we got a chance to talk to him when we were in in uh, in Mobile a couple weeks ago. Uh, just a, an accumulation of really talented coaches that have great resumes that have all coached with one another at one stop or, or another. So yeah, it'll be tough to replace him. But I think the thing that that bothers me more than anything is the way that that Ryan Grubb departed. You know, waiting until after the the transfer portal had closed up and waiting 
until everybody was kind of locked in before deciding to, to make that uh, announcement that he was leaving. It, it Very similar to what happened down here in Florida. Uh, Florida went out and got a, a new strength coach. You know, I talked to a bunch of different guys around the program and was talking about the impact that he was having and uh, the, the, the size difference in some of the players already, the confidence. And then, you know, less than five weeks in, he announces that he's leaving to go with Bill O'Brien to Boston College. And wow. so you know, we're, we're asking players to be more uh, loyal and to stay around and to, to, to honor their commitments. But yet, you know, it, it's long been the coaches that have yeah. set the example on how that Straight goes. Up. And so how are we going to ask those guys to do something that, uh, that the coaches themselves aren't asked to do? I agree. Um, I think the deal, what do y'all think about this CD? Cause to me also the, the, the grub thing, I agree that the timing's a little, if I was a player, I'd feel a little hoodwink potentially. Um, but to me, why grub leaving maybe represents like a bit more than just, uh, a normal OC leaving is that him and DeBoer have been a tag team at every spot nearly. Right. Yeah. Like they were together at Sioux Falls. They were together at Fresno. Uh, they were together at Washington. There was one other spot, uh, Indiana. I think they were together as well. Um, so, so CD, it's less like losing just like it, – it's not like when Nick Saban just turns through coordinators year in and year right. out because they're getting yeah. other jobs. Like this is like losing your brother a little bit, like your tag partner. Somebody you yeah, trust. Yeah, I mean, especially when you're going in to take in, uh, on such a, a massive yes. task like coaching Alabama, you want to have, you know, the, the comfort of those that you trust the most around. And sometimes you wonder, you know, was it – the head coach or was it more the coordinator? And, and so I guess we'll find out here. Um, you know, I think they have to have some patience in, in letting, you know, the new staff come in and, and take over. But you know, I've have been really impressed with, with Kalen DeBoer and what he's been willing to take on. There's not a lot of people I think that would have volunteered to follow in the footsteps of, of Nick Saban. And uh, so I, I, I have, I know you guys down there don't don't necessarily have much love for Alabama, but I, I definitely am looking forward to watching, see what uh, Cameron DeBoer can do. No, that's the great irony. I was the DeBoer champion for like the last two years, and then uh, and then he stabs me in the back. Um, <laughs> no, hey, real quick, uh, CD, hey, like 30 seconds, then we're going to let you go. Yeah. Is it possible for DeBoer to call plays and also be the CEO of the behemoth that is Alabama? Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that because that's been the talk down here in Gainesville for a while now. Mm. Billy Napier still continuing to to call plays, kind of uh, in some fans' eyes, stubbornly um, not uh, not able. They're willing to go out and, and hire a coordinator to call plays, take that off his plate. Yeah, you, know, you talk to some of these coaches, and and uh, you know, I talked to Chiz about this. Uh, one of the hardest things that uh, you have to do is manage the, the 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 program there, and and as a CEO of that big business. You get pulled in a lot of different directions. So, especially at Alabama, I, I'd like to think that maybe he can do it. I played for one of the, the greatest head coaches slash play callers in the history of college football and Coach Spurrier. Yeah. Uh, that was a different era, though. So, I'm, I'm interested to see if, if Kalen can pull it off. Chris Doring, the legend. Catch him all over the SEC network constantly. Catch him with pregame in the SEC with Jake as well. Uh, CD, thank you so much. You have a great morning, man. Yeah, I love you, boys. See ya. Bye. Later, man. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been thinking a lot about because obviously the whole Ryan Day news cycle and Chip Kelly proves that right now being a head coach of a college football program is less about the actual football than it's ever been. Like you would almost be better off yeah. hiring like an actual Fortune 500 CEO and having that guy like like hire like football minds underneath you, right? And so is it possible? 
for Kalen DeBoer to do everything he needs to do at Alabama and call plays? I don't know. It's when I looked at the UCLA job the day that you were out, we talked about this. They hired Deshaun Foster. And initially when I heard that, I'm like, never been a play caller, never been a head coach. He gets UCLA's job in the biggest moment of their their history, yeah. moving to the Big Ten. And then you start to take a look at it, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's for fundraising and recruiting. Exactly. Because you don't – like, yeah, he knows football. He's been an assistant there, but he's in the Hall of Fame there. I mean, he is one of the better players to play at UCLA. He's got a name there. And so, like, the X's and O's, as far as a head coach, like, again, you know your stuff, but it, it's one of the, the least – you don't have things to like, like you don't have to be yeah the resume now. I agree. I agree. Like the the CEO model of Ed Ogeron was just a little ahead of the curve. It just you have to be able now if you keep losing guys, you have to be able to hire well. But um, Yeah, that's but, the thing too. Like you've got to have some badass coordinators yes, too if yes. you want to have, you know, the success at, at the at the very top. But even UCLA's athletic director, he's like fundraising and recruiting was the, the first two things that he mentioned. Makes sense. And, and, you know, fostered an actual, like, passion for the program and, and the glory days of UCLA. All right, when we get back, closing out hour number one of OTB. Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob. All-Star Toyota of Baton Rouge.com. All-Star Toyota of Baton Rouge.com. Look, uh, go to the website today, and you can actually schedule your service ahead of time at the excellent All-Star Toyota Service Center. All makes and models welcome, okay? If you get in an accident, insurance claims are welcome, so bring it in right there of Airline and Goodwood, very conveniently located, free professional estimate, excellent lines of communication, shuttle service, rental cars, and you mentioned OTB, you mentioned T-Bob, you mentioned Jake, you get $100 towards that deductible, AllStarToyotaBatonRouge.com. Go to that website today to find your new vehicle or find maybe a vehicle that you want to lease or you can find a rental per day rental prices. And everything is available. Certainly, if you're buying new, everything's available. But if you're leasing or if you are renting, everything, no matter what you need. So sedan, hybrid, midsize, full-size SUV, van, truck, they've got you covered. Check it out all online, allstartoyotofbatonrouge.com, allstartoyotofbatonrouge.com. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Got a big hour, two coming up here on OTB. Going to talk to Coach Beth Tarina to open it, then Coach Jay Johnson after that. Excited to break it down with both. Uh, yesterday, it's announced that Thatcher Hurd going to get the ball uh, on a Friday afternoon, uh, not Friday night, here early on in the season. But uh, Friday afternoon, first pitch at 2 o'clock against VMI. Um, you, you, do y'all want to do another, like, true circle thing? Uh, does anybody know what VMI stands for? I just keep Virginia hearing Military VMI. Okay. Yeah, that checks out. I mean, matches the letters, certainly. I think that's what it is. Maybe Institute? Yeah, something like that. Um, but then it'll be 2 p.m. against VMI. Thatcher heard on Friday, Luke Holman on Saturday. Uh, and then with the other two games, you're just kind of going to figure it out as it as yeah. it goes along. Virginia Military Institute. Hell yeah, dude. Um, so I mentioned that article in The Athletic. Uh, there's a series of articles. Some of them are more interesting than others. But uh, it, it, it was kind of fun to kind of re, you know, kind of acquaint yourself with college baseball. And I was blown away, as most of the coaches had Jack Caglione as the best player. And then... Uh, also, maybe the best pitcher, Luke Holman, to get a shout-out there. 
Um, yeah, Brody Brecht, old boy from Iowa that LSU's all too used to. Uh, what was that, two years ago now? Or was that last year when you ran into him? Yeah, that was last year. Yeah, dude, that was 105. Uh, Hagen Smith from Arkansas got some love. Another name that you'll recognize. Did y'all know that Chase Burns transferred? Wake Forest? Yeah, he's yeah. not in Tennessee anymore. Yeah, I forgot that. I did not. Uh, I mean, that's a bad look, right? Well, so he wanted he, to be a he starter. Left it, yeah, oh, okay. he left to be a starting okay. pitcher because a lot of people were like, oh, LSU's going to look at him. Jay wanted him in the back of the bullpen as well. So okay. he goes to Wake Forest, adds to that rotation, which is why they're preseason number one. Yep. There is – so Tommy White was also obviously mentioned in best players in the country. Tommy. Um, but here's a name to watch out for that you're probably not going to see that much this year but was second most uh, talked about to Caglione, and that's J.J. Weatherholt from WVU. Uh, I, you know, again, West Virginia, I, I don't know how much uh, you're, you're going to run into him as an LSU fan or pay attention to him, but I, I was just kind of taken aback by how much – J.G. Weatherholt was uh, was mentioned. So first off, all name team for sure. J.J. Uh, Weatherholt. Um, oh come on, that's a good name. I don't love it. I, I can I can I can leave it. It's it, it's a unique name. Yeah, I've never seen the last name of Weatherholt, but it's not. Um, he definitely deals with trust funds. Uh, like, it, like, it, it, it feels like a wealthy name. No I like a, a unique last name, a long like Weatherholt, and then I love the J.J. in front. I love like either the short and the long, like either way. Um. I I love I I mean for me it, uh, you know Jack Caglione I mean that's a good wins name. this competition I mean that's you know hey uh, Jack Caglione I think I was saying Caglione the first time I ever tried to pronounce it um, but yeah I'm getting hyped up for some LSU baseball excited to talk to Jay Johnson about this upcoming weekend in the box there's a fan fest going down at 11 a.m. so OTB is going to be out there you want to go see Jake. Um, brave the elements. You can go holla at him, and then about an hour after the show, Fan Fest is going to open up. That's going to run all the way up until the gate or until first pitch at two o'clock. So it's going to be a fantastic day at the box tomorrow, dude. I am looking forward to it. Caglion uh, is somebody though. Like you look at, and CD just mentioned it, uh, mentioned it. Obviously, like dealt with some walks last year on the mound. Remember, like kind of Paul Skeens. And the hitter that he was at Air Force, he comes to LSU, and he was a two-way player at Air Force, and it's like, hey, we're going to concentrate on just pitching. Like You're only yep. going to be a pitcher, and certainly it was not only his best year pitching, one of the best years we've ever seen on the mound in college baseball. Like I wonder if they have ever had those conversations at Florida. Or he's so valuable on both, Like you just have to live with some of the inconsistency that he has on I the mound with walking guys. I was a little surprised to see CD bring it that direction, right? I felt like I was just kind of lobbing him a softball to be like Caglione was awesome. And he was basically like, yeah, he's good, but he kind of blew that natty. He's like, not wrong, like, though. Yeah. No, he's, he's really not, not wrong. wrong. Yeah. He's not, you know he's CD, not, though. CD is not like a, a homer like that. Like, he'll tell you. Yeah, but, I mean, no, you just celebrate. You know, you're, you're if you're a Florida fan, what do you have better going on right now than Jack Caglione? You got the college show, hey. Jean shorts. Uh, exactly. Nothing. Hour two next. Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob.